And hello, welcome back to the High Button Podcast. Today is Tuesday, uh, uh, November 28th. 28th, oh wow, we're almost into December. Episode 92, I'm here with my two pals, Uh, you guys may may have heard of them, we got Jeremy Parnell. That's me. And we have uh, Justin Belanger to my left. Um, Yeah, it's a a rainy day here in Van. <laughs> here in Vaughn, Vaughn here, here in Vancouver, and yeah, we just uh, just finished watching some Rob Ford uh, highlights. Um, I I think we I think we overlooked him at the time. I think he's a, he's a comedic genius. Yeah, he's he's one of he's one of the most actual like real life characters that that's that entertaining. It'd be easy to write a biopic about him. I think. I don't know what to say about him. It is sad. You, Jeremy, said it was sad. It is kind of sad, but at the same time, it was hilarious. How do we let someone like that get yeah. into that position? <laughs> it's same with Trump. How do we get oh, to that point? You know, that's where very, we, that's a good. Uh, at least Rob Ford was like, as much as he's clearly not all there at at times. He had a p- political background. You know what I mean? He he, he wasn't just a celebrity. Who spewed a bunch of bullshit and became president? Do you have a wife? Do you have kids? Yeah, you didn't hear. He said his wife. He's got oh, all yes. the all the pussy he can eat at home. But just look at the way he acts and the way he yeah the way he was. It, I think it just shows how flawed our system is. Oh yeah, and poli- politics in general, and the way that we sort of run things. I think it's all fucking. It's a big fuck up. We got to start over. Um, in the in the words of the famous Kent Brockman, who's uh, Kent Brockman? He's yeah. the news reporter on The Simpsons. Okay. <laughs> Democracy simply doesn't work. I don't understand who would want that job. Well, I don't know about that, but I don't. I don't. I don't think it does. Has it? Has it worked yet? <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> it's just putting a. It's it's categorizing it right. Like d- democracy. Okay. Fucking. That's just a part of it. That's a small part of it. I think. Yeah. We need to. There just needs to be more. How old is Donald Trump? He's in his seventies, isn't he? Fuck, I don't know. Something like that. Why? Who wants a job like that? At that age, you're seventy. You ever listen to? I. I it always stuck with me. <clears throat> I might have mentioned it before, but on the Joe Rogan podcast, you know Joey Diaz. Yeah. He talked about Trump, and in the eighties. what kind of shit he was doing and how he fucked over so many small businesses in New York and New Jersey uh, by by um, signing a contract for them to build these buildings and then just not paying them and putting them out of business. Yeah. And he did that. He's just fucked over so many people and it's just, that's the way that you get to the top in in this society, I think is just by fucking, <laughs> fucking people over, you know, and the, I was just whoever's the most conniving, like the rules are, are made to protect those people. <clears throat> I heard Trump had a lot of issues with the, um, the New York mob in the early eighties or That's, the late eighties, early nineties. Cause a lot of the cement contractors that came out of New York and New Jersey and Newark, um, 
the concrete the concrete industry was dealt with just mob mob people it was all a corrupt industry and how do you think all these buildings are built well the foundation oh, yeah. is all cement and apparently trump like you just said shorthanded a lot of these mob dealers and the backlash came with whatever the hell the mob does and apparently he had a lot of issues with uh well, I think- and you know, if you have trouble with mob people that means you got to hire your own mob in a sense to like he you had know? ties for sure to criminal organizations. I think he, I think that was that's definitely a thing, that's and that's kind of what Joey was saying. And that I you should watch it, you should check it out. If you just type in on YouTube like Joey Diaz on Trump, that is, guy has some amazing stories. Has oh, Joey yeah. has Joey Diaz done like what is he a stand up comedian? Is that his profession? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, he's he's been he's been in like the longest yard. He's he's been in some acting roles. Okay. That, yeah, I think that might have been like his biggest role. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, he's a stand. He has a podcast that he does like three days a week. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's on Rogan's podcast a lot. I remember I listened to Joe talking about him the other day and talking about his method uh, for for stand up, and he doesn't write. He just goes up and rants. He'll just like get pissed off in the back about something yeah. and like these fucking writers with the fucking notebooks, you fucking pussies. I'll fucking go up there and whatever, what I'll say, whatever the fuck I want. He like literally just gets worked up out back and like rips on people for shit. And then it's like my turn. All right, here we fucking go. And then goes out on stage and, and just rips. So he's like, he's whatever. like, he's like an improv act. Kind of. Yeah. He just. He just has so much material in his head, I think. So, like, the level you were just at, like, speaking in the mic, like, that's where you need to be. Like, you can talk s- slower, but you have to be closer. Okay. It's like, I hate to, like, I wish you had this thing because it makes it so Sorry. much fucking easier. Do you want to switch? No, no. We're Are good. you sure? Yeah. Is it good now? Yeah, it's good now. Anyways, but, yeah, he's he was just, you know, he's a cool guy. He has some crazy stories about growing up in New Jersey as a kid, like just mugging people, putting people in trunks, stealing their wallets. Yeah. Like he said that there was like um, there was like a gay ring in New Jersey every Sunday. And like there would just be a bunch of gay people that would go and hook up and he would just go, him and his buddies, and they would just rob them all because they all take their pants off and shit. <laughs> so they'd go, they'd all like go, they'd be in the car undressing, hooking up. And then they just go smash out these windows in the cars and take, take their, their pants, take their wall and take everything. And he's like, on a good night, we'd clean up like a thousand bucks each. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. He's talking one time about selling Coke to Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. Yes. I heard that was a crazy story, too. Yeah. The guy didn't start stand up comedy till he was like 35, 40, like late, late in life. And he's like, he, he, he talks oh, really? about like how he loved jail, how like he's like, I'd rather be in jail than on the streets. Just more comfortable my people sounds no, like no, Ricky yeah in a sense honestly he sounds like an American <laughs> what, Ricky what was the don't be dissing jail Julian no, what was, what made was, some good fucking friends in jail was, it's good dope what was the episode <laughs> where they actually it was, no, it was like, I think it was the Christmas party they're having the Christmas party in jail and they came to like bail him out he's like what right now he's Are like, you guys seriously taking me out of fucking jail right now no it was you the hockey tournament me. wasn't it oh well that was in the movie but there's, oh, there's a, another one there's okay. another part in the show too I think <laughs> yeah but yeah, in the first movie, he's like Jerry D because he he didn't he, yeah uh, yeah he, Jerry D didn't want to play against him in the hockey because he was a good goalie <laughs> he was the best goalie in the on the team or the only goalie but Daryl you're gonna have to move up the forward yeah need Jim to play nets <laughs> do you know if a lot of that show is improv or if, is that is that written or it's is it like a, it's like a guideline I think a lot of it's got to be improv yeah. yeah but there's definitely a obviously a guideline to it but man there's 
I haven't watched any of the new stuff, but the old stuff, like that's just well, every young kid, Nova Scotian, <clears throat> that's that's what they can relate to. Yeah. I just, I like jumping around and watching old episodes and then watching new episodes and just seeing how the characters have developed over the years, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Bubbles changed a lot. A lot. Yeah. You watch the old episodes. He's not nearly as animated as he is yeah. in the new ones, Yeah, which is cool. Cool I find that in a lot of shows. I find like Stewie Griffin changed a lot. Yeah. Remember he used to be evil, then he just turned gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brian. Oh, yeah. He's going over there. Yeah. Who does all those voices? Is it, how many it's Seth, Seth MacFarlane. How, how many voices does he do? Does he do Peter? He does Peter. He does Peter, Brian, Stewie. The Bri- three. Brian is his Quagmire. main voice. He does Quagmire? I think. I don't know. <laughs> There's a cool little the like news clip on what was his name Seth MacFarlane when he's like 25 years old and like he just signed his like deal with Universal and like he just bought his had his first big paycheck and he was still living in like in his mom's basement like writing the scripts for Family Guy and he had like an anima- animation friend and they worked together it was pretty cool how like he started off that is cool he's a because he draws all the comics too. I don't know. He in the news clip, he had a buddy with him that was helping him with the animation. Yeah, and he he said that he was part of the. Uh, he the draws writing. them too. Yeah, yeah. He did all the animation for. I it never too. liked his like movies. Like he he got into the. He yeah, liked Ted. I didn't like Ted. No, Ted he had another one like a western. Man, the first one. A million ways to die in the West. Yeah, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. Can't get into westerns in any ways. <laughs> Even if it was a good movie, I wouldn't know. I can't get past the cowboy hats and the boots. I can't look at it. I can't take it serious. You know what's a good movie that reminds me of that is what was it? Year one with oh, yeah. Will Ferrell and uh, no, it's and not Jack Will. Black and is Will Ferrell in it? No. I oh, you're that. talking about the who's your, oh uh, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah and the guy from Eastbound and Down. No, it's Jack Black. Oh, is it Jack Black? Yeah. Okay. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of the one where it's like there's dinosaurs oh, and it's Will no, Ferrell. That one sucked. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. What's Land, that, what, of Lost, yes, Land of the yes, Lost. Or something. Land of the Lost, yeah. I didn't watch that. Some of those guys, like, they're huge. And um, Danny McBride. Danny. He did, like, he's just the same character and everything. It's hilarious. He's and I think my, that's every comedic actor's goal. Like, Will Ferrell's mastered that. But then again, maybe no, he, he hasn't. He's, he's different roles. He's a different role guy. Yeah. He has different characters. But yeah, Danny McBride, yeah. Same guy. I think I think one of the best at being the same guy and everything is Seth Rogen, because he's yeah. always just the fat Jewish guy, and he's yeah, and he's good at it. <laughs> they got a new one coming out. The they trail, when, the when you automatically stuff. say they, you just they, you know you just who mean is. Seth Rogen yeah. and James Franco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frames Janko. What's it called? Oh, is it the? The worst movie of all time. Something disaster. The disaster movie. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. With uh, it's a yeah Tommy. The guy's name is Tommy something, and he like moved to Hollywood. Somehow got financing for a movie. Didn't know how to act. Didn't know how to direct. And they somehow made a movie. It has like a cult following because like it was literally the worst movie of all time. It, it it's bad. Oh, they're, it's they're, out already. I thought it was. I don't know if it's not out. out yet. No, it's, the though the original movie that they're making fun of that oh. came out in like the late '80s, early '90s. Uh, oh. I didn't know they were making fun of a movie. Oh yeah, they're making fun of a movie. They're making fun of a guy more than they're making fun of the movie. Okay, so okay. is this a, a docu? Not, not a doc, but a biopic, sort of, of how that guy made the movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's I love pretty movies funny. about movies. 
Tropic <laughs> yeah. Thunder. Remember Tropic Thunder? Man, yeah. one of the most underrated movies. Fuck that was Co- funny. Oh, who left the fridge open again? <laughs> and he had the two big. Man, that was a funny movie. I never Danny liked McBride was in that too. Was he? he oh, was he was the, the explosion, explosion guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I never really liked Robert Downey Jr. until I saw that movie. I still don't like oh, him. Really? That's the only really thing I really ever liked him in. And he what wasn't even. He, he wasn't even. What else have I seen him in? Who? Robert? Yeah. He's like the Iron Man guy. Oh. He's Iron Man. He's he's in Chef. I haven't seen Chef. He was. He in was that. Sherlock Holmes. He was in, uh, <laughs> what is Sherlock Holmes? Is that like Indiana Jones? Is that like the same <laughs> ballpark? I think no. no? They're trying no. to find the treasure. No, <laughs> fuck you. No, guys. Sherlock Holmes a detective, right? Yeah, so he's Sherlock looking for Holmes something. Holmes a detective, yeah. <laughs> same Indiana thing. Jones they both have magnifying uh, glasses. Let's put it that way. Archaeologist and sneakers. <laughs> Indiana Jones. No, Indiana they both Jones. Wear Jones hats. Is not, <laughs> Indiana Jones does not live here. <laughs> the numbers fake. Five 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 five. Hi, is Indiana Jones there? I couldn't imagine making one of those movies. You're like you're the director of the film of Indiana Jones. It's like all right. It's like action. You gotta go through a cave. <laughs> Fuck, those movies were great. Are you, you kidding me? You back into something, the wall, and the wall starts coming in from both sides. I'm sure they're great. Like the the to- amount of special effects they used. Like they used a real giant boulder that was chasing after him oh in that scene, God. and he's running away from it. I real never, fire, real explosions. That shit is fucking. I could never get into that. Never. Epic. I've never been a, an effects guy or like action. All I need, like, to be entertained is a guy like Norm Macdonald, a table and a cup of coffee, him talking to a homeless person. I'll have a blast for an afternoon. <laughs> Actually, that sounds pretty entertaining. Like oh, that. Man. I don't need. I don't I'd need uh, watch Indiana Jones. <laughs> I thought we were talking Sherlock Holmes. No. If Norm Macdonald's was if Norm Macdonald was Sherlock, is that a character or is that just the name of the movie? Sherlock's a guy. If Norm was Sherlock, <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe, maybe I'd watch it. Oh, like it just. <laughs> well, you see, you got there is yeah, a, you got a rock. <laughs> it's coming closer to us. <laughs> what do you like about Sherlock? I'm not what. what uh, tell me what is the good the. I don't really. I don't give a shit really about Sherlock Holmes. I really like Indiana Jones though. So what's Indiana Jones about? He goes around the world. There's three of them. One's the Temple of Doom. There's the Raiders (laughs) of the Lost Ark. And then there's uh, the Quest for the Holy Grail. Not Quest for the Holy Grail. (laughs) All right, so what's the difference between The Last Crusade, it's called. Oh, so so they're sort of like... uh, fucking great movies. Sean Connery's in that one. What is it, National Treasure? No. (laughs) No, you can't make that comparison. (laughs) Jurassic Park. Holy fuck, boys. Come on. (laughs) So, so Star Wars. Uh, so for Indiana Jones, what's what are they? They're looking for a treasure. They're looking for a girl. They're looking for the cure. They're looking for a diamond. Usually what are they looking treasure. For? Yeah, they're looking for a treasure. <laughs> Fuck. I'm not <laughs> making fun of you. I wanted the movie. I just want to know. Yeah, okay, so they're know. looking for a treasure. All right, Indiana Jones. Uh, I mean, there's, yeah, there's three different ones. My favorite one is the the Holy Grail. They're trying to find the Holy Grail. Wasn't that an album? And it has to do with like. Yeah. Man, it takes place in like Nazi Germany, in like World War Two. Um, they're epic movies. I watched them all when I was a kid, so I don't really remember the full stories. But like, oh, these aren't new. Well, there is a new one actually that they made, the Crystal Skull with Sheila Booth. So like, you know how you know how the Star Wars they can just make a new one every month. Can they do that with Indiana Jones? Like, they is there could. enough history? They could. Yeah, they could. 
Yeah. So it's a huge franchise. Okay. Huge. Yeah. How come no one's done a Hardy Boys movie? Oh yeah. The Hardy. Well, don't people make fun of the Hardy Boys? Like I think I think only me and you because of so because of so wrestlers. No, they're like two. They they were. They're like two detectives. The Hardy Boy. I got a raging clue. (laughs) South Park made fun of them. They're they're just they're they're classic books. They're like they're like books from like the eighties. My dad read them when he was young. You ever you know Tintin? You know that guy? He's like a French comic book. Yeah. Tintin. And his fucking dog. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He has a dog. That was the closest thing I knew of the Hardy Boys was that Tintin guy. He's running around looking for people. You don't really need much to make a show here or a movie. You get a guy. You get a treasure. You get a girl. (laughs) And you go from there. I I know I say this all the time, but someone needs to make another heist movie. Like the classic late 1990s early 2000s it's just, it's about a gem or someone stole the diamond and you gotta get it back what was the movie where heist no Ocean's Eleven no it was Smash. it was the Blue movie. Streak it was a uh, Blue Streak it was, <laughs> was it they left the, it was uh, that was a good one who, Martin, Martin Lawrence, Lawrence. Yeah. he was yeah. in the air conditioner and he taped the diamond to the roof yeah <laughs> and it was like an unfinished building got her to jail be a cop to yeah. go back in it was on TBS every weekend <laughs> he goes into the lobby with he's like a pizza guy <laughs> he tries oh, yeah. to get in man that was so good and Dave Chappelle. Is Dave, Dave Chappelle Ch- was in it in, is like, he? in the younger ages. All I know is that he's gay. <laughs> gay, 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 gay. <laughs> They're just beating him up in the in the interrogation room. Put your hands on the put your hands on the oodles and noodles. Chicken or beef? Chicken. <laughs> Alright, cool. Cool is good. He's like, wait a minute, Miles? You ain't no cop, motherfucker. <laughs> did, he, did he give away his cover? Yeah, he was he was about to. Oh wow! Like, who is this Logan guy? And he's like, mm, shut the fuck up. All I know is that he's gay. <laughs> gay, gay. He's like squishing his head against the door in the wall. Yeah, I saw Martin Lawrence at the comedy store in L.A. and he went on the stage. He wasn't supposed to come on. He just like showed up and he talked about his dick for like thirty minutes on stage. <laughs> He's like, you know, you're getting old when you got to start putting like rubber bands around your dick to keep it hard, and like, <laughs> and then it'll be like, it's like I got four different creams for my dick. Like, it doesn't work. You got to keep it oiled. <laughs> like he, talked, he like thirty minutes, like maybe like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, but it was just dick sex jokes for for twenty minutes. He's like, I'm going on Jimmy Kimmel tomorrow. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Maybe I'll talk about my dick. <laughs> it was pretty funny, who man. Was, who else was there that night? It was uh, Judd Apatow and the guy. Who's really? the guy from the roasts? Oh, Bobby Lee, the Asian guy. No, I don't know. Did uh, you see him too? I saw him. I saw the what? guy that died. Charlie Murphy's, or was it Charlie Murphy? Charlie Murphy. Yeah, I saw Charlie Wait, Murphy. Charlie Murphy died. Yeah. Well, no, he has a brother, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy yeah, Eddie Murphy's yeah, his brother, and then I Charlie. Know, I didn't know Charlie yeah, Murphy like, died. Like maybe what? Six months ago, I guess. I thought it was like it a year be, ago. Might be ringing a bell. I don't know. The, the roast master, though, that guy. Oh, the bald guy. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross. Yeah. Saw Jeff Ross. He was hilarious. He was drunk though on stage. He wasn't that good. He has a like, show where he goes into prison and roasts the prisoners. Have you seen that? No. Fuck, man. <laughs> Everyone needs to watch that. Really? He goes into he goes into these prisons and he's like ripping on the white the what are they called the skinhead guys? Yeah, that's the premises. He's ripping on the black guys. Uh, That's amazing. uh, He's like the Hispanics. Like he literally, the whole jail is in front of him. His idea of it is like they're in there 
let's let's lighten the mood a little bit. Let's give them something to laugh about. Let's make light of the situation, and maybe it'll diffuse some fucking shit. Yeah, in there, absolutely. Right? Some, so everyone's in the same room laughing together. He's like, and he's Jewish. He's like, how many tattoos do you have? Is there? Do you have one for every Jew that was killed in the Holocaust or something <laughs> like that? And these dudes are like, holy fuck. Uh, he goes so into worked, the woman's. Like... He goes into the woman's prison. He's like, "How many? How many of you want to fuck me right now? How long have you been in here? How many of you have been in here long enough to want to fuck me?" <laughs> it's so good. There's like, there's like four or five episodes on YouTube. Really? Yeah, it's really fucking. And is funny. he like protected from the prisoners? Oh yeah, there's guards all around him, but he is like pointing at them and ripping them out. Like, look at this guy right here. Look no. at you, you fucking whatever, whatever. Just like rips these guys up. It's so good. And they're all just laughing. Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross, yeah. I've never known the guy's name. I've always known his face, but I've oh. always liked him. He's always been like, he, he stayed in his lane. He's that quirky, cheesy white guy that was always on Comedy Central. He never left. Yeah. <laughs> he just stayed. And it, it suits him well. He, uh... Like he was like he really got famous because of the roasts, like the early ones. Yeah, I thought he sucked on the Justin Bieber one. It was so disappointing. Yeah, he's. I find him hit or miss, really. Yeah, I find he's not on all the time. Um, who else did you see at the comedy store? Bobby Lee too. I saw Bobby Lee. So were, did you just? Were, did your guts hurt when you left there? Were you laughing? Your my ass jaw, off? my jaw hurt. Yeah, it got to a point where. You just couldn't be there because you couldn't laugh anymore. Like your ears started to hurt. You know, when you're smiling so much and yeah. his ears start to hurt. It was like that. But yeah, it was Judd Apatow, uh, Bobby Lee, Jeff Ross, uh, Charlie Murphy, Martin Lawrence. That's a, damn. That's oh, just man. a random In night. One night. Yeah, and it, the, the, the headline was just Judd Apatow, and then a bunch of bumps. Like Bobby Lee wasn't supposed to be there. Jeff Ross wasn't supposed to be there. Charlie and uh, Martin Lawrence. None of them were supposed to be there. They just showed up. It was a a Tuesday night in Hollywood. How big is the comedy store? What's it like? Well, there's three rooms in it. So there's like an amateur room, uh, the big show room, and then like I think a little back room with like 10 tables or something. I could be wrong. But definitely two rooms, might be three. And uh, Did it cost a lot to go in? No, it was like 15 bucks American. Drinks were like five bucks American. They just love doing it. On a Tuesday, sold out. Like the fucking room was packed. The room I was in might be maybe like 60 chairs. And... uh, yeah, one of the best nights of my life, I could probably say. I wonder what that lineup was compared to, like, your another night. Like, did you get lucky, or is it just always, like... See, I don't know, because I, I was only there once. I, I don't I've know. heard that, though. I heard that you can go there, and, like, any night any night you go there, there'll be someone famous that shows oh, up. I, and I believe it, on. absolutely. You know who owns that short? That's... The, guy, the guy from Norm McDonald's podcast. Yeah. He owns that store, the, the the comedy store. Oh no, I think he doesn't. Doesn't he just like manage it or something? Oh, or like, okay. well, the the guy that owns it is Polly Shore. His mom oh. owned it, but then I think his mom passed. Or oh yeah, I think that guy must be the manager then. Yeah, he okay. he decides who goes on and shit like that. I think I don't know. Anyways, and yeah, I saw Polly Shore. He was there. Everyone was just drunk. Like, I'm gonna go up soon. I'm gonna do yuck yucks. Like, yeah, next week or something. Hey man, we'll come with you. You guys want to go to Yuck Yucks? I got to piss once Thursday. I met a writer. No, I can't. Night. I can only take one at a time. Um, it's interesting. This guy gave me a book, Stephen King, on writing. I told you about that guy. He comes into the bar, Daniel. He's uh, this guy from Kenya. He's a microbiologist already. He's written two books. I have never heard about this guy. Oh. Um. Anyway, he. 
I was chatting with him and telling him I want to get into writing and comedy and stuff. And he brought me a book. He brought me one of his books that he wrote when he was like 15 years old. It's a bunch of poems and he signed it and gave it to me. And then he also brought me a book called Stephen King on writing. And uh, he's like, anyone who wants to be a writer should read this. So I read a bunch of it before I went to work. I read a bunch of it before I went to work. And then uh, I got to work and this one guy sat at the bar and I started chatting with him, real nice guy. And I said, what do you do? He said, I'm a writer. I was like, holy shit. I'm reading uh, Stephen King on writing right now, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, I read that. He's like, I could tell. I talked to him for like five minutes. He's like, I can tell you're a writer already. Whoa. And uh, we talked for about an hour. I've, met, I've had uh, drinks coming in. I'd be like, one sec. I'd just like go over and make it quick and then go right back to him and be like, okay, sorry, what were we talking about? Uh, Who's this guy, sorry? I was on the he's a writer that I met the other night. Anyway, it was very inspirational and like motivating. And he was like, you got to do it, man. He was telling me he just... He was just published in Playboy. He just uh, wrote this this thing in Playboy, and he's getting a bunch of shit for it um, from a bunch of different people. People telling him to go kill himself because he can't write. He what did he write? Writing about he was writing about women. The when when women first discovered masturbation and how they didn't need men anymore in like ancient times. Anyway, he was just, he was literally like, man, I just wrote it because it's, it was funny and it was an idea I had and I knew that it would, I knew that it would sell. He's like, I don't, I'm, I know what sells and what doesn't now. He's telling me about a piece that he wrote when he was 18 that he sold for $10,000 and now he looks back and wishes that he hadn't because he could make a lot more off of it right now. And if mm-hmm. he would have hung on to it and just saying like, don't sell out kind of thing and just gave me so many it was really weird because I had just started reading this book that the other guy gave to me and then he comes in and is like, oh yeah, I read that book and like just boom, I'm a writer. That's how I make my living right now. That's awesome. This is what you need to know. I can tell you've got it. Like this is what you want to do. <coughs> so do you, anyway, does he have like an like, agent? He's like, he... go up, man. If you're doing comedy and you want to do stand up, like fucking do it, man. Well, don't, of course. don't hesitate. Like, of course. Anyway, it's very, it's very inspiring. So I'm oh, gonna, he's like, at the bar. Yeah, he was at the bar. Cool. So over the next, I, I immediately started writing. Like after when I was off off shift, when I was off work, I had a couple beer and I, st- I was like writing shit on napkins. Came up with some sh- at some, work some material. Yeah, that's always how the great things happen on the napkin. <clears throat> Harry Potter started on a napkin. Yeah, I Jeremy. Was think- yeah, I was thinking that. I was just like, boom, idea. There's a pen and a napkin right there. Like I'm not pulling out my phone and getting into my notes. Like that takes time. I'm like napkin, pen, right now on the page. Who's the guy that Johnny Depp did the movie of? The oh, ju- the, um, Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson, and that guy was insane. Did oh. you see his drug use before he started writing? Like, he would drink all day, do drugs all day, then start writing at, like, 6 a.m. Yeah. Incredible. And while he was doing this drugs, he'd usually be on, like, a road trip doing something. Yeah. And then he'd go back home and write it all down. He, he invented would just... gonzo journalism. What's that? What is, so, is that? I guess that's what it is. That's basically what it is, yeah. So... He would go like, for instance, he wrote the this book about the Hell's Angels. And oh, he, he wrote went, that book. Like he the went big and, one. Yeah, he went and rode with the Hell's Angels. Yeah, he got certain kind of like permission from whoever. He got like beat the fuck up. He did drugs with them, got fucked up with them, saw fucked up shit, and just was writing about it the whole time while he was doing it. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened with Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas too. Is he went and did all these drugs and wrote all this crazy well, shit true story while he was happened. doing it. Yeah. Um, I'm fascinated by him. You know his uh, his 
said he always said his biggest fear was that he wouldn't be able to kill himself. He would be like held in a room where he wasn't able to physically kill himself. Like he's like, I always wanted a way out. Yeah. Like I, I needed to have that option, that option to always like kill myself, which he ended up doing. Uh, Did he, he really? shot himself. Yeah. He, his suicide note was titled football season is over. And uh, he wrote it to his like whole family was there. They heard a bang in the other room. He like invited them all out to his ranch. Um, you ever see the video of him and Conan O'Brien shooting guns at, yeah, on his ranch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah. He shoots this big fucking machine gun. And he then 10 minutes later, he feels the repercussions of it. Like he's like, oh, mm. Conan's like, this man was just shooting a machine gun like 15 minutes ago. I guess he's physically feeling it now. <laughs> he didn't feel it at the time. But anyway, yeah, he, he killed himself. I think he like invited all his family out to his his ranch so that he could like be around them and they could be there when he when he died. Bang! He just just did it. Finished writing his note. And I don't know a whole lot about him, but uh, he's he was an interest interesting Football guy and an interest of mine. What the fuck? Um, I have that book. I found it in my Gramps library after he died. He had this old book that was, I think I might've told you guys about it. I thought it was worth like, Oh I, yeah. I looked it up and it was, I oh, thought it yeah, was worth, yeah. if you have like the first copy of it, it's worth like 12 or $13,000 or something. But, um, yeah, I, I haven't read it all yet, but it's pretty fucking crazy. He rode with the hell's angels back in fuck. I don't know, like the sixties or seventies or something. And wow. just talks about all the crazy shit that I think my dad that has did. that book. I'm going to give him a send it out here. <laughs> yeah, he should. That's crazy. Or you can borrow my copy if you want. I didn't you believe. Have it here? Yeah, I've got it here. Sweet. Um, so John Joe Rogan's podcast, they were talking about him, and then like there was an article <coughs> written on his daily drug use, and I just didn't believe it. Just, I'm not going to go through it right now, but if you really care about this, just look it up. You'll find it insane. Like like, like like the different types he different types and, and time. So like it'll so he'd wake up every day around 1 p.m. And then he would just start. He'd start with a drink. Then he'd do a line of Coke. Then he'd have a cigarette. Then he'd do another drink. Then he'd have a puff of a joint. Or he'd have a whole joint. Then he'd do a line of Coke. Then he'd do an Adderall. Then he'd have another beer. Then he'd have another cigarette. And by the time they were through this list... Do you want me to just bring it up? Yeah, man. I guess... I guess. Yeah, he'd like drop acid. It was all like scheduled. Yeah, like he had a have time. You s- and have a... you guys seen Fear and Loathing? Yeah. No. You haven't? No. Oh, man. We gotta watch that. Yeah, I'm dumb. The ether. He takes ether and huffs it in the rag. Probably the coolest scene. I heard the book is a lot. A I don't lot even. Know, I've never heard of this I movie. Mean, everyone, everyone says. I've that, never even heard of it. You've never heard of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? No. If you saw the the cover, you'd notice it or you'd recognize it. Benicio del Toro is his attorney. He ju- he gets just as fucked up as him. Okay. Okay. So 3 p.m. He would wake up. 3:05. Oh, sorry. Shit. Um, a Chivas. So that's a that's like a cigar. Or no, a, so Dunhill. So the Dunhill is like a cigarette. Uh, three forty five cocaine. Three fifty another glass of Chivas with a Dunhill. So Chivas is a drink, okay. and then a Dunhill is a cigarette. So four oh five cup of coffee with a Dunhill. Four fifteen cocaine. Four sixteen orange juice with a Dunhill. Four thirty cocaine. Four fifty four cocaine. <laughs> five oh five cocaine. 5.11, coffee with the Dunhill. 5.30, um, more ice in the Shivas. 
5.45, cocaine, et cetera, et cetera. Six, grass to take the edge off the day. 7.05. <laughs> take the edge off. He's been up for three hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, two margaritas, coleslaw, taco salad, double order of he's onion eating. rings, carrot cakes, ice cream. Uh, another Dunhill, a Heineken, cocaine. Uh, for the ride home, a snow cone. Uh, nine nine o'clock. Uh, start snorting cocaine seriously. Ten. Drop acid. Eleven. Um, cocaine and grass. Eleven thirty. Cocaine, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Midnight. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson is ready to write. So twelve o five to six a.m. Uh, cocaine, grass, Shivas, coffee, Heineken, a clove cigarette, grapefruit, uh, Dunhills, orange juice, gin. Continuous pornographic movies, 6 a.m., hot tub champagne, dove bars, uh, eight, Fettuccine Alfredo, <laughs> Fettuccine Alfredo, 8 a.m., Halicoin, 8.20, sleep. I'm going to try that someday. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see the picture? So Johnny Depp. So I think John, that's doable. So Johnny Depp, when he was preparing for the role, actually was hanging out with him? Yeah, yeah. He and, was older. Uh, there's a picture of... There's a picture of the three of the two of them, and then who's the actor that was with them? Fuck. Um, God damn it! I can't remember his name. He's another famous actor, but he's with them in this convertible, and like Johnny Depp is driving, I think, and Hunter S. Thompson's in the passenger seat, and they have like a blow up doll with them or something, and they're all all three of them are smoking cigarettes, and they just look over, and somebody snapped a picture of them. It's like a famous picture. You should bring it up. But and Hunter S. Thompson is actually in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He Johnny Depp's walking through after he takes acid he's walking through this big party and he sees himself the character Hunter S. Thompson who's being played by Johnny Depp sees himself but it's the actual Hunter S. Thompson sitting at this table in the middle of this huge party everyone's drinking and he's like sitting there like dealing cards at a table or something oh right here no it's one of them in a car they're in a car there's one of a. Uh, that might be this is the movie, though, this one. What if I type in in car? Yeah. Yeah. This one here? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, what's his name? Shit. Look how fucked. John Cusack. Yeah, John Cusack. Yeah, <laughs> All three of them are just fucked. Like, you can just see it on their faces. Jesus. Imagine hanging out with Hunter S. Thompson for a fucking week, even, or like a day. Well, after reading that, no. <laughs> I don't know if I could be fucked. Here, drink this. Here, snort this. Here, fucking drop this on your tongue. So it's called gonzo writing. Gonzo journalism. Gonzo journalism. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <sighs> for breath. Yeah, it's a, it's a boot that time. Do you got anything else to say, Jeremy? I don't think so. Tom? Stay stay tuned. We're gonna we're gonna go up soon. I think Tommy might go up. Might go yeah, up I too. I got some good stuff down actually. All you need is five minutes for amateur. Yeah, night. I can do that. We'll go up, like, see what happens. Another thing that writer was telling me is like, stay true to what you like. Don't just just be yourself. Don't give in to what people. Well, yeah, and don't even if you bomb, like don't be worried about fucking bombing. Just just make sure you're saying what you mean. You know, mm. I think that goes goes for everything. That's any good advice. Of, any kind of art. Tom, you got anything else to say? All right, so the high button is out. Thanks for listening. See you later.